things and stuff. Let's go with this one. After last night, I swear, I'll never drink alone again. No, only with my friends. No one wants to go out on Monday, Tuesday. Everyone's drinking at home. Wednesday, I'm getting high. Thursday, no one picks up the Hello, good sir. Wow, that's super hot in my cans. Sorry, I think this is you. Is that turning you down? My cans. Yeah, that that turned it way down. Feel free to adjust your own knob, sir. Theory of I believe Einstein's theory of relativity was that the recording signal and the heat in the cans are not one and the same. Am I correct in that? Uh, was that his paper published in 1930? What's it? The angle of the dangle is equal to the heat of the beat. Uh, whoa. Is that like uh what is that? That sounds like a, a hot Cajun single from the 30s. That, that, that sounds was, like Professor Longhair. That that's a uh, a deep cut back to my uh, junior high days. Will uh, you say that again? The angle of the dangle is equal to the heat of the beat. That sounds like That sounds like a Kid Rock song, like a Kid Rock B-side. It's a Beavis and Butthead comment during some random music video. Isn't it funny how Beavis and Butthead was considered to be like essentially retarded pop culture at the time. <laughs> and you look back at it now and it's clearly satirical and oh, very sharp wooded genius and insightful. I just wonder if that's going on now and if I've just aged out of it. You mean there's like shows like There's a show that I think like is just I Carly is just amazing or right, something. Right. Like iCarly has some like actual socioeconomic commentary going on. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean like, I even iCarly's old. Like I don't know what the new show is. Yeah, that's the uh the newest reference Sam, I'm aware what of. What the kids listen to? What what's a kids show? Sam, what's a kid's show? Like, what's something you watch? <laughs> Whatever's is, on ABC Family. Is it the uh, the Miley Cyrus? Pretty, Wait, is Miley no, Cyrus? No, no I, Miley's too old. Okay. Uh, what, uh, Pretty Little Liars. It's like if Pretty Little Liars was actually... You uh, lost me. See? If Pretty Little Liars was actually like a dense metaphor for the... Uh, see, I was going to say the financial crisis, but that's fucking six years old. Everything's behind us. We're at the end of history. You know what was a dense metaphor? What? The Star Wars reboot or the prequels? Uh, those movies are very dense. I will defend those movies. I don't need to go into <laughs> I know, anymore. I, I promise to uh, keep you away there, from this topic, and I don't. There are three and a half hours of me on record discussing the Star Wars prequels. Have you listened to them? No, I don't listen to and anything you, won't. you do. Uh, you won't. You shouldn't. <laughs> if you want to enjoy my company, you will not listen to me talk about Star Wars. Right on. Let's talk about your cat. Oh, yeah. I got a cat. What's his name? Stoli. Yeah, his name is currently Stoli. I'm uh, thinking about changing it, but... Uh, he doesn't seem to give a shit. So. Change it to something cool like Kurt Russell in Breakdown. Uh, well, that's his name, Kurt Russell in Breakdown. That's that's like his... Oh, <laughs> that's the name of the cat? Yeah. I thought you were like saying that. Never mind. Or Kurt uh, Russell in Soldier. You want to hear something fucking stupid? That's why you're here. <laughs> Sam is giggling in the corner if you guys can't hear her. Hey, Sam, welcome back to the show. <laughs> she is far off mic. And... Thank you. Seems to Thank you for coming on Axis. On brand and on Axis. <laughs> I'm going to go play with the cat you're trying to rename. Right on. That's my girl. Don't forget <laughs> to do your homework tonight. <laughs> it is a school night. She goes to school seven days a week. She's at a, a very prestigious prep academy. 
She's a Catholic schoolgirl. That's nice, right? Okay. Fucking nice. Right on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She's oh, she's wearing it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's something fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Soldier was written by a very intelligent man named David Webb Peoples. You ever heard of this fellow? Not a clue. David Webb Pe- David Webb Peoples is famous for having written three screenplays. At the time Soldier came out, it was his third produced screenplay. His other two produced screenplays were Blade Runner <laughs> and Unforgiven. Huh. So pretty good track record. Not too bad. David Webb Peoples. You know, Clint Eastwood actually bought Unforgiven in the late 70s and sat on it for 20 years. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Because it was written for an older character, and he mm. wanted to play it oh, wow. when he was older. He like, had that much foresight. Well, I yeah. guess when you're that big, you, you just kind of assume you'll be around well, forever. Well, he had a shitload of money. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Also, Clint Eastwood's a pretty sharp guy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. it all adds up. Again, talking about stuff that is satirical, but people didn't realize that at the time, hmm. you read the reviews for those uh, spaghetti westerns, mm. or even Dirty Harry, yeah. and people take them so literally. Like Even smart critics like Pauline Kale took them at face value and didn't think they were supposed to be funny or satirical. Have we talked about Gran Torino? <laughs> I don't know. I could talk about Gran Torino forever. See, my I, well, if we haven't, then my, my theory is that Gran Torino is his version of a comedy. I'm pretty sure that he, every scene not involving him is a comedy for sure. Every it starts out with him like just an angry old grumbly man at the front of a church. It's fucking hysterical. Yeah, I think he literally <laughs> says "Get off my lawn." Yeah, yeah, I don't doubt that at all. But I think that's his. Um, I think that's his attempt at uh, at uh, jest. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of like grumpy old man humor throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gran Torino is just a bizarre experience because I think it's genuinely one of the two or three best performances he's ever given. I think he's mm. a good actor, and yeah. he has a limited range, like most actors. Mm. Most actors are not chameleons. Like that's, I think that's a misconception that everyone thinks to be a good actor, you have to be able to play any role, which mm. I don't think is historically true. Like not everyone has to be Olivia or Daniel Day Lewis or whatever. I, is, to me, that's the uh, most I actors mean, are types. Well, it's it's a semantics argument, but to me, it's the difference between being an actor and being a star. A star is someone that you you know plays themselves, Bruce Willis or Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't go to the movies to see them like you know portraying some character piece. Or but then you occasionally have like, you have a mixture. The movie actor, the movie star slash actor, such as Sylvester Stallone, disappearing into roles such as Over the Top, Cobra, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Giving us those, those you know, uh, big doe eyes. Your, your Stallone boner aside, where. Uh, uh, yeah. Stars, by the way, Stars was promoting Over the Top on Facebook recently, <laughs> and it delighted me to no end. Yeah, I, I think I saw Stars. That. Oh, of all the films that Stars has licensed, they chose to promote Over the Top, which truly warmed my heart. Stars isn't exactly known for quality. Stars, um, I don't even know the tagline. I can't come up with anything. Stars, yeah. we got what we got. Yeah, we're Stars, not... you're already paying for it. <laughs> you, you, you couldn't afford Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Stars, it's included in the basic package. Uh, yeah. What more do you want? <laughs> Is it um, included? I don't know. I haven't had cable in a long time. Oh, I'm certainly not. Right on. I feel like stars just, you know, they just slide it under the mail like a Chinese takeout menu. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I have stars, I guess. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Funny, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Rambo 3. I saw the other two. I guess, yeah, I guess I watch Rambo 3. Is that the one where you're shooting the chicken? Uh, oh, wait, no, the hot, hot shots. Hot shots part two. <laughs> By the way, I had no idea that Rambo was such a big influence on Gremlins 2 until I saw the... Oh, because I've seen Gremlins, but I saw the trailer for you, Gremlins 2. Oh, you've never seen Gremlins 2? I saw him pulling... Wait, wait, no. First off, have you never seen Gremlins 2? I've never 2? seen Gremlins 2. It's oh, like right up my alley, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, I mean, I feel like I would it, fucking love this it's movie. It's a completely different movie. It's, I understand. It, it's did a comedy. See, did you see the Key and Peele? No. Sketch about it? No. Uh. Welp. Hmm. Uh, 
Sorry. So backtracking. Sorry, yeah. Sean. We God, that was like a locomotive of a conversation, and I felt you physically derail it. Really? This is the one thing you do in improv, as you know, is always say no. You always <laughs> say no, and that gives your partner something to play off against. If my time at Second City has taught me nothing else, <laughs> it's the yes. Um, so back to my original stupid point. Mm-hmm. So, Soldier, the third produced film by David Webb Peoples. <laughs> we were talking about Starring Soldier. Kurt Russell. <laughs> okay. I fuck. I saw Soldier with my father at, I think, the Spartanburg, South Carolina Theater when I was 10 years old. And along with Batman Forever, thought it was the greatest film ever made. Really? In 1998. 98 was a bad year for films. It's actually not. A, I rewatched it about a year ago. It actually holds up okay. I, I've Soldier's seen pretty cool. maybe five minutes of it at a time. So like, anyway, it the point I'm trying to make, which is not worth all this backtracking, <laughs> is that Soldier takes place in the same universe as Blade Runner. Oh, what? it doesn't fucking. It could really? not matter less. Oh, like they don't yeah. cross paths. It's, it's like just, it's like the scene in like. Is it like they have the same president? It's or like something? the scene in Revenge of the Sith or whatever. We see like ETs in the background. Oh like, yeah. ETs, it's like who cares? Yeah, totally. It, there's no relevance whatsoever. Like, there's no crossover. It doesn't matter. Hmm. But the screenwriter was like, "Yeah, Rome in the same universe." In that, like, they both have gravity. I don't know. And humans, <laughs> like, other, I don't know how it's a shared universe. Otherwise, isn't that like the whole thing with Marvel? The, now, like, everything has to be. Well, part they of the same. actually are like intricately interconnected. Uh, yeah. Except for Howard the Duck, which I'm still disappointed. They're act- I'm pretty sure they're gonna make a new one. Unfortunately, I, I assume they have to just because everyone got so excited to see him, but. Yeah. I mean, I think we've learned as a culture, though, that the internet is not real life. Like, what's popular on the internet does not necessarily translate. Really? Like, if that's true, Scott Pilgrim versus the world would have mm. made $3 trillion. That's true. That's true. And I like, that's a good movie. It's a fun movie. But, like, it has a fervent fan base that's worth about $56 million. <laughs> and that's it. That's nothing to sniff at. But if you're making it for $100 million... You know, is that what they a, spent on that? Yeah, yeah. Right on. And it look, it looks fucking, it looks great. Man. I never it watched slick. it, but it looks decent. Yeah, it looks really good. It's a well produced movie, but it has a niche audience. <laughs> and it's one of those things where people go insane online, and the metrics online just sort of mislead you as to how much money it's going to make. Oh yeah, I mean the the people that make those comments don't have jobs. Sam so. will disagree with me violently on this point, but you know these the YouTube stars and the Vine stars and all these people who have. Tens of millions of followers. The second, if they put out like a real movie or a TV, if they put out something that you would have to pay money for, mm. it would flop. Oh, without a doubt. Because people will not, once you give something, once you give people something for free and they get accustomed to that, and then you say, okay, now here's something else we have to pay for it, they will say, no, fuck you. I was recently told that some of the people that are making the absolute most money off of YouTube make. Uh, variations of the ABC songs because parents play them every day, multiple times a day for their children. So they just like cycle in through different, you know, commercials. Wasn't whatnot. there some Spotify artist who just like put his album on loop and it played like 300,000 times and he got a check for like 20 bucks? <laughs> that sounds like the future. Just remember to text Sean, sing. You sang so good last time. Sean, sing the whole song. A cappella. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. 